Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Now, this is a short chapter, but it's the culmination of a series of events that began in chapter 19. So now, let's read Exodus chapter 24. Then the Lord said to Moses, Come up to the Lord, you and Aaron, Nadab and Abihu, and seventy of the elders of Israel. You are to worship at a distance, but Moses alone is to approach the Lord. The others must not come near, and the people may not come up with him. When Moses went and told the people all the Lord's words and laws, they responded with one voice, Everything the Lord has said, we will do. Moses then wrote down everything the Lord had said. He got up early the next morning and built an altar at the foot of the mountain and set up 12 stone pillars representing the 12 tribes of Israel. Then he sent young Israelite men, and they offered burnt offerings and sacrificed young bulls as fellowship offerings to the Lord. Moses took half of the blood and put it in bowls, and the other half he splashed against the altar. Then he took the book of the covenant and read it to the people. They responded, We will do everything the Lord has said. We will obey. Moses then took the blood, sprinkled it on the people, and said, This is the blood of the covenant that the Lord has made with you in accordance with all of these words. Moses and Aaron, Nadab and Abihu, and the seventy elders of Israel went up and saw the God of Israel. Under his feet was something like a pavement made of lapis lazuli, as bright blue as the sky. But God did not raise his hand against these leaders of the Israelites. They saw God, and they ate and drank. The Lord said to Moses, Come up to me on the mountain and stay here, and I will give you the tablets of stone with the law and the commandments I have written for their instruction. Then Moses set out with Joshua his aide, and Moses went up on the mountain of God. He said to the elders, Wait here for us until we come back to you. Aaron and Hur are with you, and anyone involved in a dispute can go to them. When Moses went up on the mountain, the cloud covered it, and the glory of the Lord settled on Mount Sinai. For six days the cloud covered the mountain, and on the seventh day the Lord called to Moses from within the cloud. To the Israelites, the glory of the Lord looked like a consuming fire on top of the mountain. Then Moses entered the cloud as he went on up the mountain, and he stayed on the mountain forty days and forty nights. So Moses wrote down all the words of the Lord, and we assume this is all the words that the Lord had spoken starting in chapter 19 or perhaps even further back. Verse 4. Moses then wrote down everything the Lord had said. He got up early the next morning and built an altar at the foot of the mountain and set up 12 stone pillars representing the 12 tribes of Israel. And so Moses wrote down the words of the Lord, and we have those words in our hands today. You're listening to them spoken as you're listening to this message that I'm, I'm giving right now. They set up 12 stone pillars representing the 12 tribes of Israel. Now, these standing stones, as they were known in antiquity, were done by various cultures around the world. And so this was a monument for each of the 12 tribes of Israel. This was a primitive form of a monument. It's called a standing stone. In verse 7, he then took the book of the covenant that he had written down and read it to the people. 
And they responded, we will do everything the Lord has said, and we will obey. Now, remember back in chapter 19, I mentioned that the Jewish people considered this encounter that's taking place at Mount Sinai to be their marriage with the Lord. This was the marriage between Israel and Yahweh. And so the book of the covenant is the book of the marriage covenant. In Judaism, a marriage covenant is required for every marriage. It's called a ketubah. And so the common marriage covenants that are used in every wedding, every religious Jewish wedding, the tradition comes from this book of the covenant for Israel's marriage that was given at Mount Sinai. And so the people took a vow in response to the terms of the covenant. They said, we will do everything the Lord has said, and we will obey. You know, once again, I mentioned several chapters back that the oath, the tradition of the the bride and groom taking oaths came from this same encounter. The Lord had his pledges and the people had theirs. In the case of the people, they said, everything the Lord has said, we will obey. That's their oath. And so Moses then took blood and ratified the covenant with blood. Moses um, sprinkled it on the people and said, this is the blood of the covenant that the Lord has made with you in accordance with all these words. And friends, from a biblical perspective, there can be no covenant without the shedding of blood. In the case of the new covenant, the blood was the blood of Jesus. In the case of the old covenant, it was the blood of animals. In verse 9, Moses and Aaron, Nadab and Abihu, and the 70 elders of Israel went up the mountain, and they saw the God of Israel. Now, this is an amazing statement, because in another place, the Bible says no one can see God and live. And so our understanding is that they saw God, but not in the fullness. He didn't reveal the fullness of who he was, whether he was vapory and and kind of uh, wispy, or whether they saw his back or his form, or they saw him in the glory and knew where he was. Whatever they saw, they didn't see the fullness of the manifestation of God, because the scriptures say no one can see him in his fullness and live. But under his feet, there was something like pavement, and the Bible says it's made of lapis lazuli, which is a semi-precious stone, a bright blue stone, and the, the floor of the pavement was as blue as the sky. But God didn't raise his hand against these leaders, and they saw God, and they ate and drank. So this is just three verses, 9, 10, and 11, tell this amazing story of the 70 elders of Israel, and Aaron and his two sons, Nadab and Abihu, and and Moses and Joshua went up, and they ate with God. They had some kind of unique celebration with God and a personal encounter with God. I don't know why there's only three verses describing it, but there are. But nonetheless, this is an amazing encounter, and it was a group encounter. Everybody saw and experienced the same thing. In verse 12, the Lord said to Moses, Come up to me on the mountain and stay here, and I will give you the tablets of stone with the law and commandments I have written for their instruction. And so he's referring, of course, to uh, the Ten Commandments, the tablet of the Ten Commandments. And then Moses set out with Joshua, his aide. And so Joshua was included in this invitation to come up on the mountain. Moses went up on the mountain of God, and he said to the elders, wait here for us, Joshua and Moses, until we come back to you. Aaron and her are with you, and, and they can settle disputes while I'm gone. And so Moses and Joshua went up the mountain, and a cloud covered it. And verse 16 says, and the glory of the Lord settled on Mount Sinai. For six days, the cloud covered the mountain, and on the seventh day, the Lord called to Moses from within the cloud. To the Israelites, the glory of the Lord looked like a consuming fire on top of the mountain. So friends, this phenomenon of God settling down on Mount Sinai and the, um, the fire looking like a consuming fire on the mountain was witnessed 
by all of the Jewish people. As I've previously said, scholars estimated some two and a half to three million people, including women and children, saw this phenomenon. So Moses goes up on the mountain and he stays there for 40 days and nights. And once again, I want to point out that Joshua was with him. Uh, if you follow the narrative closely, Joshua went up as well. So our assumption is that not only did Moses fast for 40 days and nights, but Joshua was with Moses fasting for the 40 days and nights. So, Lord, we just want to close this in prayer, this amazing encounter of the marriage covenant that you extended to your Jewish people uh, that now is celebrated in religious Jewish weddings in the form of a, a personal marriage covenant. Lord, the vows that the people took and the vows that you took toward Israel, uh, Lord, they're recorded here for our instruction. We appreciate, God, that uh, you weren't just calling slaves. You were calling a people to be with you in a way that you likened to a marriage. And so, Lord, may we recognize that you always desired relationship with your people. It was not a simple matter of obeying rules and regulations. It was coming into a covenant relationship like a marriage. So, Lord, we thank you for your marriage commitment to Israel, and we thank you for the fact that through Jesus, you have committed to marriage with us as your church as well. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.